This is Inside the FLX from FingerLakes1.com. I'm Ted Baker, and I'm joined by Canandaigua Kiwanians, Kat Perbeck and Kim Sandick. We're going to talk about a fundraising event coming up. Welcome. Thank you. Before we look ahead, let's look back. I did the conversation not long ago about the uh, art and uh, antique show at the racetrack. How did that go? That went great. Um, it's a great fundraiser for us and for the uh, guild. Uh the money raised, we typically uh, use for our scholarship fund. We give away seven scholarships every year to Canandaigua Academy students and FLCC students. So we raised almost eleven thousand dollars at that at that event. So that was a great event. A lot of participation. About seven hundred and fifty oh. people attended that. So that was wow. It was great. We were talking, uh, Kim, just before we went on about the challenges that service clubs faced in fundraising over the last couple of years due to COVID, but your club actually was able to shift to a lot of virtual events and, and really keep the ball rolling as well as could be expected. We did. We had, um, thanks to our 85 um, volunteers that we had, because it is a service club, so we are a volunteer army. Uh, everybody really gathered together to think about different creative ways that we could continue to serve the community. One of the things that we were really proud of, um, we were sad to be able to, that we had to cancel it, but uh, as a kids carnival that we normally do as a, as a service project at the YMCA that we partner with, um, but because of COVID, we had to cancel that. So we decided to come up with a virtual one and it was all online and we had all different kinds of activities and prizes. We had a wonderful, we had about 80 children um, that participated in that and uh, they all received, you know, a gift based on their submission and it really helps the, uh, you know, the community and to keep, keep the connection with the children um, because that's what we're focused on is the, the, is the children of our area. And um, unfortunately, we had to cancel the chef's challenge, which Kat was, she had an amazing lineup and everything was set. And then I think it was a week before, and then all of a sudden the world just kind of shut down and, and all of her efforts in the community, in the uh, committee efforts were shut down. So then we had to get creative again, and we wound up doing a sipping virtual event, which was in itself, it was successful as well. However, not as... Um, as much of a fundraiser that we were hoping for. But, um, you know, the community stood by us and we partnered with a lot of different people just to, to remain community service-based. So that was really the, the goal. I have to toot Kim's horn a little bit because she was responsible for both of those events. And she did an amazing job when people were really losing it. So kudos to Kim uh, for, for giving us a service project and a fundraiser. She did a great job. Well, yeah. the uh, Chef's Challenge is back for 2022, Sunday, May 1st, 2 to 5, Kings Catering in Canandaigua. You're in the sponsorship phase and the soliciting chefs and, and food and drink phase. So tell us about the event and how people can support through sponsorships and donations of product. All right. So um, this is one of our uh, main fund fun raisers. Um, this has a silent auction available. There is a wonderful DJ. One of our members, Phil Almond, is an amazing uh, DJ. And we have awesome chefs, sips, professional chefs, and possibly some um, amateur chefs that you might know 
uh, participa participating as well. We are, as you said, still looking for donations for our silent auction. We have over 100 items. And we also have, along with a participant's ticket, they get into a raffle. Kat, do you want to let them know about what the raffle is and what, they're, what they could potentially receive? Yeah, uh, we were able to secure a donation from uh, which marina, Kim? Mark's Leisure Time Marine. Mark's right Leisure Time. Yep. They are donating a full day boat rental for our raffle. So we're oh. going to we're going to raffle that off with uh, the tickets all come with a tear off where you can put your name and phone number. So at the end, we'll choose a winner to win that full day boat rental. And you get room for up to 350 people. I've been to Kings. It's a big room and it's a great place to have it. it. And so uh, do you know at this point what sorts of food and drink are on the agenda so far? We have yeah. a lot of wineries who have committed. We have breweries, and we're going to have some spirits there as well. Um, we're working on some non-alcohol options. The new um, coffee place might be a good um, fit for this if they accept our invitation. Um, we have a couple of confirmed chefs right now. We're still working on a few more, but the ones I have right now, the, the Elks Club has participated for several years. Sharon there is a phenomenal chef. She's a phenomenal lady, and she always uh, helps us out. Um, New York Beer Project is actually going to be participating. And the reason that they came to us um, is because their chef there, the executive chef, Isaac Davis, has actually won the Chef's Challenge twice. Um, he was with two different organizations wow. uh, when he won. So, uh, It'll be interesting to see if he can make it a trifecta. Um, so we're not sure what types of food, but I can guarantee you it's going to be some good stuff. People put their best their best plate forward when when they're in this event, even when it was just a voting event for the participants. Now we're going to have some celebrity judges uh, that are going to be judging the event. And hopefully we're going to get, you know, some some people from the community that you know, and um, we will do a crowd favorite as well. So we'll let everybody still vote, but it got a little out of hand a couple of years ago when uh, people were ballot stuffing. So um, in an effort to make it more fair, because it is, uh, it is a competition, not a serious competition, but it is a competition um, that, that some of those chefs do take seriously. Um, so we just wanna make sure that it's fair. So if someone's listening from a winery or restaurant or any business around the area that wants to be a sponsor, uh, how do they do it? Sure, they, they can would... go ahead. I'm sorry. They can contact, no, they can contact either Kat or myself. Um, my information and in, uh, Kat's information is on the website of um, canadagaquanas.org. Um, and so they can just go ahead and look that up. We're also on social media, on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook and also on LinkedIn. So for professional chefs that would like to uh, work on their networking, if there's any professional chefs that are personal caterers, they are most welcome as well. They don't need to be connected to a restaurant. Um, anyone that would like to give a donation to the silent auction, it is a tax write-off. So you are able to uh, receive that benefit. And we can uh, get over 350 people. I think, I think the last event, there was about... Four, 450. There was 400, over 400 yeah. people. Yeah. So 
King's Catering is a very large venue and we have a wonderful flow. So you can come in and you can get some sips, you can taste some good food, then you can meander over and take a look at the silent auction and look to see what uh, items you would like to bid on and then maybe go back and get some more drink and a little bit more food. You told us a little bit earlier about the mission of Kiwanis. The motto is serving the children of the world. So talk about all the various children's projects that Kiwanis is involved in. We have our Easter egg hunt that's coming up at Canandaigua Elementary. We have that every year, except for COVID. We had to do a little bit of of work around there, too. Um, We have over 6,000 eggs laid out at that event. And... um, you know, it's just a nice uh, event where we also give away prizes, baskets, Easter baskets, um, bikes. We give away several bikes every year. And it's really nice when a um, when a parent comes up to you and says, you know, I couldn't afford a bike for my kid. This is amazing. Thank you for providing that. We also do a Salvation Army uh, family Christmas party. And that's attended by dozens of families. And, you know, we bring Santa, we donate a gift to every child and they do crafts and we provide them donuts and juice and uh, milk. And it's, it's a really great uh, service project that we do. In addition, we do a lot of scholarships and, um, we also, what else do we do? Kim, we do a lot of stuff for seniors. Yeah, we do senior bingo. Um, Right now we have a service project of putting together some care packages for new mothers um, that are going to be expecting um, babies. There's a lot of events that we get together and we're doing a cleanup project with the Rotary, with Canada Glow Rotary, and we're going to be doing that um, in April. And we have just, you know, whatever the community needs are, you know, we're open, open to helping out. There isn't anything that we've really said no to. Uh, Our volunteers, again, it's just, it's a wonderful volunteer army that has become family. And we're all so close knit that anytime we hear of, of a project or, or or of another organization that may need some assistance, we're right there to help them out. Um, We're actually working on a bike rodeo uh, with at the end of, um, in the summer in August, and we're going to be working with Bristol Mountain and also the Sheriff's Department and a couple of other different play, um, community places to put that together. And then we have movie nights that are going to be coming up uh, that are going to be um, with the Wood Library and a couple of other organizations. So there's just there's a myriad of many different things and different ways that we touch. Uh, we just did a project to help the veterans. Um, we're also working on, you know, helping Ukraine and gathering um, items for the Ukraine. There's a, a food cupboard event that's going to be coming up that is brand new to the area. And uh, Marianne Gallagher has worked on getting that together and stuff for us. So it's going to be a very large distribution event that's going to be happening as well. So again, it's just so many different ways that we can help touch the community and help help stay connected to those that are in need. And even if they don't need have a need, we try and find one for them. One of the most exciting projects in Canandaigua, I've been following it since they announced it I, you know, five or more years ago, and we were talking about it just before we came on, is the Inclusion in Motion Playground, and it's getting close to being a reality. Tell us about it. That playground is amazing. That uh, effort started in my year as president in 2018. One of our wonderful members, Nancy Bentley, has a special needs son named MJ. 
And it was her, her and her husband's dream and to build an all-inclusive playground that could be accessed by anyone of any ability, not just children um, either. You know, they want to make sure that everybody can play together. So an effort was started to um, raise funds and Kiwanis really has done a lot of fundraising for it, but um, a lot of our effort has also been to just provide a vehicle for them to put, to apply for grants and to use our status as a nonprofit group to help them um, get their funding. So um, it's really exciting. It's been in the works for a long time. Um, we're just waiting for, I think they were waiting for one last fundraising effort. And Nancy actually came to our meeting on Tuesday and said that she just received a $400,000 donation that put them at, at their goal to complete the playground. That's just terrific. You want to add anything, Kim? No, I was just I was just gonna say it's it's a it's an emotional thing to be able to see and to be able to be a part of. There's been so many, you know, Kiwanis has helped, but so many places, community members have helped build, have given money. Um, as far as Rochester, Buffalo, uh, different colleges and team members have come to come in to help. There's um that they're the breadth and depth that they've had within the support uh, to help something be built in Canandaigua is absolutely amazing. And I think it's surpassed everyone's thoughts of what, what would happen. So it's really a flagship park. Um, there is nothing like this park in our area at all. You would have to go, I think they said all the way to Brighton, they might have a, a playground up there. And to have it here in, in Canandaigua and to have the town donated a lot of the land, uh, the town also donated, you know, some of the infrastructure. So really it is a community park, a community effort, but you know, it came from far and wide as well. So I'm hoping that it will become a, you know, Canandaigua being the chosen spot a lot going on down by the lake where, you know, people are trying to draw in more of that outside um, attention. I think this park is just a perfect fit for the way that Canandaigua wants to go into our future. Well, these are the kinds of things you're supporting when you support Canandaigua Kiwanis Club. It's the Chef's Challenge, Sunday, May 1st, 2 to 5, King's Catering in Canandaigua. We'll put the contact information uh, in this post on the website on fingerlakes1.com so you can uh, make your donation or get your tickets. We've been talking with Kat Perbick and Kim Sandek, uh, Canandaigua Kiwanians. Thanks for the time, and, and keep us up to date. Uh, we'll talk again about some more projects coming up. Thanks, Ted. Thanks. Appreciate the support.